welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Each week we delve deep with some of the brightest and most forward thinking, out-of-the-box minds in health, consciousness, mindset, and spirituality. This show inspires our listeners to improve their body and mind, and our intention is to fuse and lock the conscious warrior and shift the balance in the current paradise. To be the mind though can take you down one rabbit hole and then bring you out another rabbit hole. Mm. They can like wander in certain directions and then wander back. It's a weapon fighting against like this disease of mediocrity. Yeah. And when you actually you're fight using this weapon, fighting this disease, what happens is you're breaking away from the pack. The educated mind like actually like does its own research and, and like seeks out like new understandings of the, of the universe, life, everything, the human body. Edu- true education starts from within starts from a thought from a feeling and when you get these thoughts and a feeling you need to act on it you need to find out what how, what it is that's going to take you to the next level a warrior only chooses once and then when he does choose everything changes your whole fundamental approach to life changes exactly and that's the beauty of it because once you do start going down that rabbit hole they ain't going no going back and so many people speak about how the ocean is like only 20% discovered right if we ask the question to ourselves, like, what is it deep down in our mind that's, like, undiscovered and we need to be discovered? It makes you also wonder, Dan, like, if we can actually see the entire universe through our own mind, right, what can we not see? Hey, what is up, everyone? In this episode of the Send Podcast, this is the third instalment of the Seasons of Life Part 3 about mindset. So we decided to head to the beach to record this one. So we both decided that we wanted to record this one at the beach alongside the sound of the waves on a very early morning. So the day before we knew we were going to do this podcast, we were both praying for night for a nice day. Is within the UK, like the weather can be very unpredictable. So we both woke up on the morning of the podcast and the gods had blessed us. Beautiful day, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, we headed down to a beautiful, like secluded little spot on a gem of a beach. Beautiful summer's day, waves crashing, sun gleaming. It was perfect. So anyway, we set up the equipment to start the podcast. All set to go. Brilliant, let's do this shit. So anyway, about one hour in, the laptop uh, beeps and brings up like a little warning saying sound levels are too high. And we were like, eh. So we did a quick check of the sound and realised the mic was really picking up the wind. And it sounded like we're recording this in a tornado. So to cut a long story short, I had to legally drive my van down a little dirt track over the grass and park up illegally so we could use the back of the van as a windshield as we really just wanted to be able to have the effect of the sound of the waves for you guys. So don't tell any law authorities or anything. <laughs> I had to do that. So anyway, within this podcast, we discussed the Seasons of Life Part 3 Mindset. So this is Part 3 of our Seasons of Life. And if you've not heard part one or part two, I would recommend also checking them episodes out as it'll give you like a bit of an insight into the season of life and what it means to us. But don't worry if you haven't listened to part one or part two because this episode can easily just stand alone in terms of what we talk about. So in this episode, we really hope we did our best to break down the topic of mindset for you guys. As we know, and you guys know, mindset is another huge and mysterious topic and it's absolute complex science. But if you think about it, it's also a firm friend. 
but the beauty of your mind is that it can wander to destinations unknown, yet bring you back to the present in a fraction of a second. And the beauty of the mind, it keeps you hoping, it keeps you dreaming and thinking. And if you think about it, it's in essence a part of what makes you, you. So that's why we've got to be grateful for our mind's ability to be able to contribute to making us who we are. But we really felt to give you guys the most, we really had to just cover everything we have learned along our journeys in terms of the mindset. So we talked about our journeys through mindset, the power of the mind, what triggered our minds, educated, education of the mind, developing the air relationship between the body and mind, tools to help the mind, dealing with attachment, wonders of the mind. We talked about how the mind can heal, the placebo effect. And we even talked about how to gain complete freedom within the mind. So this is part three of five episodes that will be coming up in the near future, where in the other parts we're going to be discussing and going into the other seasons of life, spirituality and consciousness. But before we jump off this podcast, we've also put a few pictures in the show notes of us at the beach. And also, guys, we would just love to hear your feedback and love to know what you would like to see come up in the future on this podcast. Like, is there any topics or any guests you would like to see in the podcast? And also, please don't forget to leave a review of the podcast and just let us know what you think. So anyway, without further ado, and I really hope you enjoy part three of the Season of Life Mindset. I think, it's, I think it's so cool that we've actually come to the ocean to record a podcast. Yeah, I know. About mindset. It's, uh, it's, very, it's very different being one of those days. Oh, but definitely. But I think, you know, that if you, I think it's, a, it's a perfect place to come to the ocean because even if you just think about what the ocean represents in regards to the mind and what it regards to the body, it's so fascinating. And I think if, even if you think back all through time and all through history, the ancient like ancient civilizations were always aware of like the healing properties like to do with water. Yeah, like they've always had a deep understanding of water and not just water, but like how rivers and oceans and seas have always been like affecting their health, like what they provide. I mean, even if you think about it, right, um, our human bodies are made up of about fifty-five to sixty percent of water anyway. Yeah, I mean that fact alone it makes you think that like that's why we belong to the ocean I think that's why we need to give it so much respect because we need we are a part of it like you said I mean I think as well when we are even when we, like, you do go in the water for a swim there's like biological effects from that ocean on our body that we don't understand I mean even like there's even some research that I found once that was talking about how the um, the human body actually absorbs minerals directly from the water when you're swimming in the water Wow, I mean that that fact alone is amazing. But do you, do you think that do you think like um, we're looking at the ocean now? Do you think that like that that ocean there has like a consciousness? That's what I think is absolutely fascinating because like like it does it like is the ocean consciously aware of itself? Like, does it understand its true power? Does it? I, don't know. I mean, even if you think about the, the like the, the ocean is like it's a magnificent magnificent force that we really don't understand. I mean, like, does it think? You know what I mean? Does the ocean think? I mean, not on, like, a conscious level like a human being thinks, but does that ocean, like, actually, like, can read signals? I think something that is amazing, like, Dan, is, like, when they, how these tides are so connected to the moon, like, the tide itself, the it coming in and coming out, that's all directed to, the, like, the moon. The, the gravitational pull of the moon, it's, it's fascinating how it's all connected. I think without that as well, we wouldn't even be, wouldn't even be, we wouldn't be doing this for a podcast. 
if that ocean wasn't there, if oh, the moon no. wasn't there, wouldn't we be doing this podcast? Some people say we wouldn't, but it's like it's like what else is connected? Like all the things that we don't really like, we do take for granted. How are they all connected? And especially when it comes to the mind, like how I mean, everything in the body always connects to the mind. I mean, even speaking on the terms of ocean and water. Have you seen like the studies that they do when like the the like they measure like sound against the the vibe, uh, they measure sound against the ocean and they see like vibrational currents that it makes and stuff. I mean, what is it doing like when when we are like swimming in the water and other animals and creatures are going through the water? Like, what is that doing in the water? Like, is the water actually like storing information from that process of us being in the water and animals swim through water? It's just fascinating. That's deep. That's it, deep. It, it is fast. That is deep. Not as deep as the ocean, but that's <laughs> that deep. But even to think about right, how, like even to think about how the, that ocean there is just even affecting our minds, because if you think about we we only begin to understand what our like what our brains are hard uh, hardwired react to. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if you look at the ocean now, what I see right is I see it, it's coming in, and it's coming out, it's coming in, and it's coming out, in and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but like, what what that to me is that symbolizes the breath. And that symbolizes a state of calm. Like when you just look at that, you just think in, out. Just absolutely something beautiful and so peaceful and relaxing. That's why I, I think the ocean has more of like a meditative state about it. Yeah, I think you're right when you said when you said calm because that's why we are drawn to the ocean because you you get this like sense of like calmness and it like taps into like a calmness like within your being as well. And I think that's why we are drawn to the ocean and I think that's why civilizations in the past were drawn to it as well. Mm. I, mean, I, know, I know as well we're talking a bit about the ocean and stuff and like the powers of the ocean and I know as well obviously our previous podcast we talked with uh, Laird Hamilton about this but obviously can you remember like the, the marine biologist I was talking about called uh, Wallace G. Nichols oh yes yes blue mind yeah well he was talking about like how obviously when we are near water it's like a meditative state and it is like a meditative state mm. I wonder what it is about like how the ocean though does it how, do, how it does find a lot of peace in a lot of people? Well, that Wallace Jean English, like, he talks about how it's because, like, we have, like, this uh, affiliation within our minds to so the colour blue, and that's why we get this, like, sense of calmness when we are near water. Maybe, that, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the colour, like, the colour blue, or... But I think it goes deeper than that. It's not just the colour of the blue. No. I think it's the sound. It's the way it moves. But then again, though, you look at... Some people look at a, like, blue sky as well, and they actually get a sense of calm as well. Yeah, definitely. So maybe there is, like, a... Um like calmness in this colour yeah, blue maybe so Dan why do you think like we chose the ocean dear like what drew us to the ocean I was thinking maybe we didn't choose the ocean maybe the ocean chose us but yeah I, I know what you mean but I think we've always had a connection to the ocean like like we've always had this affiliation with the water like our ancestors have always lived next to the water so we're actually kind of already drawn to the water. Yeah, we have, we do. We have this. I think the human humans have this. Like we do, we have this u- unique relationship with the water, and that's maybe why we're drawn to it, dear. Because even if you think about it, even before we're looking at the water now, but even before the visual aspect, right? Even if you think about it, our brain, right, is made up of about seventy-five percent water. So what does that say about the mind correlation of the water? I think it means like without all of this water right in front of us. We would be nothing. There'd be no life here. Nothing. I think as well. Maybe we. Maybe one of the reasons why we have been drawn to this ocean today is because we under, We both understand that the vastness of the, what the ocean provides, 
and we understand as well how that the vastness of the ocean actually correlates to our mind and what the vastness within our mind is like but then it's like I think as well when you look at it it's like how do you understand all that how do you put your, your mind into a, in a position where you can understand like the whole velocity of all this the vastness of the ocean and I think to do that as well though to understand the vastness of the ocean we've first got to try and understand our mind but then the mind some might argue that it's even more vast than the ocean you know what I mean yeah and it, it is and we know it is <laughs> well yeah, could be can the, can the ocean create a thought whereas the mind can we don't know maybe don't, it can <laughs> that's going deep but, but anyway I, well, I think the power of the mind though it, it is it's a it's a complex machine and I think it's something that we're like us as human beings on this planet we're only just fully like starting to like grasp what it's actual, what actually capable of yeah I know I mean it can even like if you think about though the, the mind one minute can be your best friend and the next minute it's like it doesn't like you yeah I know that's that's something that's always fascinated me it's like why is the mind like one of the only part like the only part of the body which actually hinders you yeah like your legs don't hinder you. The legs are always focused on healing itself. Your your muscles are focused on healing itself. But the mind can put you in a situation where you'd actually want to harm yourself even. That's just fascinating. That's the beauty of the mind though. It can take you down one rabbit hole and then bring you out another rabbit hole. Mm. It can like wander in certain directions and then wander back. But I think as well though, like I had two. Yeah. I've got two different thoughts there. I was going to say the mind is also the only thing that's truly truly affected by external yeah and so it, it'll be judged on everything if that it's getting foreseen but I also think as well like the mind's also the mind's so complex yeah, because if you think about it it keeps you it keeps you hoping it keeps you thinking it keeps you dreaming and it just always keeps you on that edge of like the mind's the only thing thinking as well. what, what's next what's over the hill you know what I mean yeah. it's it's like the mind's the only thing as well such a complex beast isn't it it's the only thing as well that focuses on a positive out positive or negative like not nothing else focuses on a positive or negative I think as well even think about though our mind as well it, 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 which is a lot of people don't think about our mind actually creates and shapes our reality mm, and I think the more you I think the more you start to understand the mind you start to see how that does and how like things in life affect you and how it does shape our reality and I think a lot of people will need to start understanding that like that everything around us is being experienced inside of us yeah it's what we're perceiving it all we're really we're being exposed to it well even if you think about every more every motion I know what you're trying to I know what you're trying to say mm-hmm. but every even if you think about every motion every like every thought of happiness sadness anger whatever it is even adrenaline as well like they're actually being ex- expressed inside of all of us exactly and we're the ones who need to uh, find out like what these expressions mean yeah because that's uh, that's that's the way that we're going to actually get on to the next level yeah do you know what that says to me as well that, that says to me that we have this power within us all right to turn turn like what your what our minds perceive into pain into a pleasure and I think that's the beauty of the mind just with like a little switch in the mind like that you can you can change anything in your life yeah. and that's, that is the beauty of the mind but I think so many times right like most of the time like Lord we need to stop like worrying and focusing on like what's outside of the body and stop, start focusing on what's inside of the body and yeah. what we can't control I mean if you think about like you can't control everything around you 
but we can control what's, in, what's going on inside of us, then oh, that yeah. will affect our outside. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, this is actually something similar to that, like, affecting from the outside, and it's about, like, it's like what Eckhart Tolle said. And he started talking about, like, why negativity and stuff like that, and he says, like, he said all negativity is, like, caused by an accumulation of psychological time and denial of the present. And that's quite a powerful view of view and negativity, because it such, sorry, it correlates with the mind. But it's with our view of negativity due to our own thoughts, like bringing is this thought with thoughts bringing out, like due to our current predicament which we surround ourselves in. And I think it is. Like we have to complete control of our mind at all times. If we present a feeling of sadness, it is because we view the situation as sad. But if, like, when we are controlling this emotion, we are giving it light. Like, even though we think feelings are from the situation, in all honesty, we have developed this situation, like, to manifest. And this manif- manifestation is, like, developed into a physical and emotional response. Like, such in this case, like, a sadness. Like, however, like, we've all got the tools to really train ourselves to become more emotionally stronger. That's what I think is so powerful because, like, what you just said there is, like, we do have the power to not like, not allow it in our own mind to like manifest. You just we just gotta like understand and do the things that allow us to be able to tap into them deeper levels in our body where we can actually like go within our own mind and analyze our thoughts and think like, no, this isn't right. This what I'm thinking here is right because if you if you think about it, all throughout day, like you know all throughout the day you have like like how many negative how many thoughts do we actually have that are negative? Probably more than that are positive. So that's why when you when you do get negative effects and uh, negative um, aspects in your mind that come up, you've just got to learn to like train your mind to think like, no, fuck that, I'm not listening to you. I'm going to be positive, and that and that little switch in there, that's little steps like that in your mind. I mean, that's going deep within the mind, but then mm-hmm. little steps that can actually change your life in a big, like, huge way. Exactly. But I think as well though, you really need to start acting on it. You need to start acting on these thoughts and feelings to create the change that really needs to happen in your life. Like. When you, when you really, if you start um, putting yourself towards negative things, like eating bad foods, like watching the bad news on a daily basis, like, these are all ne- negative traits, and like, you need to see this and realise this, how these are affecting the mindset, because these are affecting the mindset, unlike anything else, they really are. Yeah, definitely, I mean, so look, there, was, there was a time, right, where we came to a realisation where we were thinking, this isn't the right path and stuff, but... I mean, what, what, like, what would you say? What triggered our minds to like to come to this realization? Like, what was your thinking on that? I think that's. I think it was just a part where you just got like, where the change outside was so big that changes inside would need to happen, and that's what I really seen it for me. Like, so that's when I started really looking at things, like educating myself, because I couldn't take the reality that was being perceived before us. I had enough of it. That was gone. That was, that was all in the past then. I could not take any more of that. I think as well, though, um, like, so many times, right, like, thinking, people say to me all the time, right, like, like I've been thinking, you're thinking too much. But, like, how the hell can you be thinking too much? We're not thinking, en- we're not thinking enough. Now, honestly, I really do think that when, like, well, honestly, when you do start, like, thinking properly in your mind and start thinking about real things, mm-hmm. that's when, the, like, the real journey begins. I think as well though Dan it all starts when you start like asking yourself that question real questions yeah that ask, asking yourself like the questions that really matter I mean two questions that really helped me like find myself was um, what do you want right 
So we clarified what you wanted and what would it take, and which helped you find a process on how to get there. So if people say, um, if people said, what do you want? And they said, happiness. Or that's too vague. You need to break it down even further. What would it take to get your happiness? And then it's like a different question all again. It's like, whoa, what would it take to get my happiness? Yeah. Would it be leaving this job, finding something else I want to do? I liked how you said, though, that like asking asking yourself the questions that like, you want because, and I think that's important because you can, you can easily, right, like um, you can go easily go along with society and be asking the questions that everyone else is always asking. But mm-hmm. if you're doing that, it's not going to help your journey because the thing is, like, we need to be like, it, like the thing is right if you're thinking like everyone else then you aren't thinking at all so that's why when you see an answer, ask questions you need to ask what questions that like, you really want deep within mm-hmm. but you've also got to find them questions you want to ask as well yeah. the questions that you'll ask yourself will be completely different to the person who's going to ask themselves questions because soon like, like I said before I think it all starts with the first question like what do you want and then followed by what how will you get there how will you get there then it's sort of like after that it all that's your rabbit hole that's what you need to follow so what what was like what was some like things that um, that like developed like your mindset and I'll say some things that developed mine one thing right it's like there's tools that I did like worked out a lot really helped affect my mind in like good way like read books I read a lot of books that helped us educate my mind and but truthfully what was the real change though? Like, what was the, the Truth, real thing? The real thing that really changed everything was when I started like educating my mind. It was really when I started educating my mind into like into things that truly mattered in my life, like what I ate, what I, how I worked out, like all these questions just like sparked different answers in like different areas in my life, in which I thought well, I was like, and then I started like asking like what knowledge is out there. What yeah. about you? Same, it's like that. Like I said, like educate education, like is, it's a superpower, and I think education is the big one of the biggest things that I did on my journey as well. Because when you do start educating yourself, it's the most powerful thing you can do. And like, I'm not talking about that education that you like you taught in school, mm-hmm. like none of that crap. Like, I'm talking about like the real education, the education that you want to know. And then when you do start proper educating yourself in your journey, you start to understand how like much of a like a powerful super weapon it is. It's a powerful super weapon in the world, in my opinion. Education of your own, of your own mind. I know. Well, the fact that you call it a weapon is a very interesting one because it's a weapon fighting against like this disease of mediocrity. Yeah. And when you actually you're fight using this weapon, fighting this disease, what happens is you're breaking away from the pack. You're yeah. starting to become something incredible just because of this one little thing, like you educating yourself. That's what I'm saying. The educated mind searches and finds truth. Like if you think about it, right? Even the educated mind, it can't be like deceived so easy. Like, like if you think about though, like the way our minds are now with the educated mind. I mean, I'm not saying we're fully educated, but we're, like we're getting to a point where we feel happy within ourselves. But the educated mind doesn't just go along with like what society says you need to do. Like buy this fancy car, buy this house, whatever they say. Train this way, eat this food, have this supplement. The educated mind, like, actually, like, does its own research and, and like, seeks out, like, new understandings of the, of the universe, life, everything, the human body. An educated mind goes beyond the traditional ways of education and it starts to think edu- true education starts from within, starts from a thought, from a feeling. And when you get these thoughts and a feeling, you need to act on it. You need to find out what, how, 
what it is that's going to take you to the next level. That's when the truthfully is the next level is the mindset change. These thoughts will lead to the mindset change, and the mindset change will lead to action, and your action will will uh, determine your influence on others. And I think as well to first to first like gain a real like a real understanding of like the body and mind on that deeper level. That's what we have got to do. We've got to start educating yourself, and I really feel that like the, one of the most things you can do is become. We've got to start becoming our own like scientist and forager of information and gathering information from all the all these resources that we really want to look into, not what we're being taught to. But I tell you, a, a big one for me as well, like a p- big powerful thing on my journey as well, which I think needs brought up is like starting to understand your body and how that correlates to the mind. Yeah, like something when I first started my journey, like. Like, I always thought my mind was versing my body. Yeah. Like, if my body was tired, my mind didn't want to go to the gym. Like, or if my mind, if my body was tired from work and my mind wanted to work out, and me, it was always a versus battle. But the truth is, like, the battle always applies from in the mind. Yeah. And the body is just a vessel of tool which will follow it. Which will unlock the mind as well. That's the beauty of the body as well. Mm. But I know as well, I know you've said this, you've said him before, you know what Greg, uh, Greg... Greg Pitt, Pitt. Yeah, yeah, That's Greg how you say Pitt, his name, don't he? Mm-hmm. But um, I know he talks about how, like, um, like he's talking about how the mind's like the strongest and most like um, viable, like valuable muscle that we can grow in the gym, and that is so true because that quote, what he said there, that applies to all areas in life, not just in the gym. It applies over to life because if you think about it, life is one big training lesson, like for your mind. Mm, it is. And that's why I love when he said that quote. But I know that you you mentioned him a few times. That great clip. Yeah, I mean, like that's what happens when you're in the gym and you're moving your body. Like your mind starts moving as well. That's incredible. But I think as well, though, like as well, you st- we obviously want through our journey as well. You, you understand that uh, you start developing that relationship between the body and mind, and you understand how it, like correlates. And then you can start looking at uh, other things as well and understand how it, like how you can use use the mind and the body. To rewire, rewire your life. Yeah, and that's what I think. You always have to look at improving as well, and that's why you said like you're going to to rewire your your brain and rewire your life. I think as soon as you start taking these steps, it's hard to stop because you need to continue and move forward. You You need to continually educate, but you need to continually be grateful for like what you've been through and what's happened. I think as well, like you said there, you, you get, you do, you get like a thirst in your mind to like keep pushing and like see what's next, don't you? Yeah, you, you can't it. stop. It's like a, it's like a drug. It is. It's like a drug in the mind. That's it's like seeing like, come on, like you've come this far, you're not going back now. And I think that's a way it should be because if like, imagine if you, imagine if your mind was just saying, which the mind does every now and again, it says, oh no, you're okay, just settle. Don't like, don't ask too many questions. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but you like, and then you, the, the, the other mind because you've got two minds. And the other mind's like, yeah, 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 come on, keep searching, keep searching. So You're going to find the truth here one day, but the ultimate truth is you'll never find the truth. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the mind. The ultimate truth is just accepting that there is no truth. Yeah, definitely. And that the only truth is there is no truth. And that, and then that goes into a fact that you're saying, saying like there's no truth. So what's right? Well, what's right is what you perceive is betterment for yourself and for other people. If that's that's the real understanding of truth because I don't even like seeing the word truth because there's no truth you know what I mean like I think as well though, it's a rabbit I, hole. I, I know it is it's a rabbit hole but I think there's so many times right I think even with like with the mind and self development right 
and like even improving your body so many people think that like to get to the point where you've got to go it always has to be painful but it doesn't and it doesn't have to be do that like you don't have to completely like change your life upside down I mean you might get to a point in your journey where eventually your life if you look back to to where you are now when you get to a certain point you want to be at your life has completely changed upside down but in between that it's all the little steps that matter to get to that change yeah so all these little steps though Dan it's like something I actually looked into before and I thought was really inspiring like Muhammad Ali like like Muhammad Ali who was like one of my big idols who had a very strong mindset he always talked about like the repetitions of affirmations always led, led to belief yeah so you're constantly like working at seeing yourself constantly working at seeing yourself and that will lead to the belief that you can do it I think as well when you do start getting that belief what you're saying there about Muhammad Ali mm. like the thing with like even Muhammad Ali and people that do get to a point in the mind where they're like where they feel that they're, I mean you never fully control your mind but you get to a point where you feel like you are certain a certain point to control your mind mm. I mean they're the type of people that understand that when you start doing all these little things it becomes a part of you and it's not something you have to start worrying about it's not do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it becomes like a integral part of your life and it's not it's not something that you have to constantly keep worrying about yeah, no, and, and like I think, like I said, Dan, before when as I said repetitions of affirmations, and that will lead to the belief. But also, once you get that belief, there becomes like this deep conviction because you've like processed it time and time again, time again. And this is when things like begin to happen. That's when like this is like when Ali started to believe in his own abilities because he's practiced them time and time again. And like one of his quotes, "I am the greatest." I said that even before I knew I was. That yeah, was one that's of a good quotes. quote, that as well. I am the greatest. He's actually <laughs> saying that. He believes he is. And and what he's also doing is making everyone else believe he is. I think as well when he says that, though, like that's an energy coming from his body. And our, our, like, like we see it, energy breeds energy. And even if you think about it, though, right, there would have been a type where, time where Muhammad Ali, like everyone else, because everyone else is everyone's the same on this planet, where there was a time in his life where he had to just start get something going. And that's the hardest part of life for people is just getting something going. Uh-huh. I mean, even if you think about it, like, look at that rock over there, right? That rock over there. Like, if me and you went over there and got that rock now, we couldn't, like... Initially, it would be hard to, hard to push that rock, like, into the ocean. Yeah. But then after after a while, like, once we start getting it going, it'll start getting faster and faster and faster, and that's when it'll gain momentum. And that's the same in life as well. I think a lot about that rock as well, though, is that... The fact is that we're not going to go and push that rock into the water is because we've got no internal drive to do so. Yeah, I like that. Like, we've got, we haven't got, like, like there's no goal, there's no, like, challenge for us to do that. Yeah. But when you have a challenge and you have a goal and you, like, see if that goal, if that rock was stopping you from, like, achieving what your dreams, then you're going to move that rock. Yeah. So you need, like, a goal at the end of it. I think as well when you do, when you, like, do, like, put a goal within the mindset and a real goal as well and a real purpose and you can see it yeah and you can see it as well you envision it right in your mind that it unlocks that, that's when it unlocks a beast within the mind that we've all got it within us and it, and it, it can be a scary boost a bit beast sorry and it can like it can send you crazy as well but it can also like I mean people always say like some people who people who like think too much and like have a too big of a purpose can, can become crazy but like would you rather like be would you rather just like go along with what everyone else is doing and like 
not challenge yourself and not push yourself or would you rather be crazy because I know what I'd rather be sign me up for the crazy people <laughs> you know what I mean I think everyone thinks you're a little bit crazy so oh. you're already there oh good <laughs> yeah. I like that that's good but uh, crazy the better but yeah I know what you mean like, not as in crazy in the sense as just like doing ridiculous things all the time but in the crazy in the sense is like you were the one who questions it all yeah like, and you're the one who like searches out this new direction but you also do things like to your own chord and that's what people class as crazy people class as crazy people who are out, out go out their comfort zone which is where like if people like this is where like the greatest of all time live this is where all the people who's like Albert Einstein he was class as crazy yeah like because he's different he's yeah. out of the box he's thinking differently Edison class is crazy for doing a thing a thousand times before he invented the light bulb see I think as well like the term crazy as well that's a title that other people who were scared to get out of their comfort zone put on other people it's like when we're talking about their joy camp the guys from joy camp and they were talking about how like people put this when stop people start talking about the truth people call them conspiracy theorists and that's the same with, with the mind. You start thinking different. Yeah. You start wanting to react different to certain situations. That's not the norm. It's classed in society. People call you crazy. It's just a title. Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's a, a title of afraid. It's a title that you give to someone when you're afraid to follow what they're doing. But uh, what, what's, what are some, like, um, I think we need to touch on, like, what are some, like, um, maybe some tools and, like, tips that helped in the development of our mindset? Like, it's, it's still helping as well, obviously. Well, for me, it was like meditation. It's like meditation was one of the tools I used. And that was a tool I used to find peace at first. But now it's more of a tool that I can use to find thought as well. So I find thoughts now in meditation, which I probably wouldn't. Because I can really sit and just process my mind correctly. It's, it's, I, I, I knew you were going to say meditation, but even if you think about like all the, uh, the guests that we've had on the podcast... Like 90 percent of them, probably is like most of them who've had on the podcast. They always like they always mention them like how they have like some for some of like meditation practice like integrated in their life. So I mean, you just got to look at that and think like, I mean, if they, all these like successful like quote unquote successful people are like are implementing meditation, I mean, there must be some benefit to it. But I think as well, though, even if you think about it, right? Why I, what I like about meditation as well, though. And I, I, when I see when I say the word meditation as well, I don't just mean like meditation where you sit still because there's so many forms of meditation. Like obviously you know that I find meditation in the form of like lifting a barbell, like moving my body, dancing in the morning, mm. going to the beach, going to nature. That's a form of meditation as well. But I think at the minute we're living in a world where everyone's so connected all over the world, like via like mobile phones, TV, internet, and, and so many people don't like. Um, Enjoy and embrace themselves in that in that moment of silence, where they just analyze the thoughts. I think you exactly hit the nail. I think you hit the nail right in the head there, Dan. Because you, when you were talking like that, all I was thinking about is there's too much stimulants and not enough silence. Yeah. So I think you need to. Some a lot of people need to stop searching for something to do and just be be in the moment, be free. Let your mind wander in, in a direction and not just like. And if your mind is jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing when you are first sitting down, then that's a sign that you do need meditation. Yeah. That's the thing, though, with meditation as well. Like I said before, it's not just about... Like, meditation can be found not just sitting still, like, moving your body. And I think that's a tool as well that I started doing 
which I'm not going to go too much in because we went on the health podcast. But like, start listening to your body and start listening to your body more and start moving your body and how that correlates to your mind. Mm. I mean, even if you just think about like, like, um, like how I said before, it's not just about sitting still. That's like, it's not just about sitting still. You can find stillness and everything. But even if you just look at the ocean now, like finding stillness in the ocean. Like sometimes, sometimes the ocean's still. Like sometimes the ocean has waves, and like sometimes, like it needs that balance. You know what I mean? Where it's moving all the time. So what the thing is about what I think is more beautiful, like about the ocean, is that every wave that's coming in is going to be completely different from any other wave yeah. before it. Any other wave out of millions of years, that is a brand new wave, and that wave is never ever coming back. I like that. I like that. I love that. Um, I'll tell you a bit. Another big thing that I started doing do in my life which which is a big part of my life and it's something that to be honest with you like I still battle with a lot now but that's like attachment yeah I think like, I think we all do yeah and I, I do but if you think about if you think about most people right most people like they always like find this attachment to like things like that th- things that were like conditioned to chase after like like we said earlier like um, buy this car buy this house get this fancy job <laughs> Well, we are conditioned as a society to chase them things, and we believe in our mind that they're the things that are valuable, but they're not. No, they never have been. But that's an external attachment, whereas stuff like you can also attach yourself internally to something, so you can attach yourself to an idea. And if you attach this idea, especially if it's an idea that helps people, then that idea is going to help you, it's yeah. going to help you become a better person. And that's what you should attach yourself to. Attaching yourself to become a better person than you were yesterday. I'll tell you something as well that I was that I felt in my journey as well, what I was doing through attachment was like um like doing things, like doing like doing not everything, but doing a lot of things for like validation. So only doing doing things so that people like turned around and say, Oh like well done, well done. Mm. But the thing is like when you do start understanding that you Deep down, you, you really, you really don't need like that validation. You know what I mean? The best validation is is from yourself. I feel. Yeah, of course. It's... You don't need people to keep patting you on the back and saying, "Oh, well done, you've done this right." No, no, no. It's a nice. It's obviously nice to achieve it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets that. that boost. It gets gives you that boost, mm-hmm. doesn't it? But it's like it's a temporary boost. Just like um, buying a mobile, buying a brand new mobile phone. I mean, here's an interesting fact, right? Um, it says. A person who wins the lottery, right? A year later, will go back to the exact same state in the mind as they were when they were poor. And that's because, yeah, and that's because that's because they haven't earned that. Yeah, wait, well, yeah. They don't understand the value of it. It's because it's just a temporary buzz. That's what it is. It's just like a little drug. That's that's the thing as well. Even like um, in society as well, with like food as well. Like, that's what I see a lot with the nutrition is like it's just this temporary buzz, and you get this like temporary attachment to it. And it's the same as well for like. Um, even like alcohol and like even like some drugs and things like that like yeah. pharmaceutical drugs and things like that people get this like this people feel like they get this like this quick buzz from them but you've got to look at the bigger picture you got to look at the damage this irreversible damage that it, that could be happening see I, I, and that's another thing I'm, I'm not really too keen on seeing irreversible because as I've also read that the mind and the body are constantly on a healing battle with itself. They're constantly trying to heal a battle, and it's only us who's really hindering it by what we're seeing on TV. Like seeing you're seeing your friends go out drinking, you're like, oh, I wanted to go out drinking, but what your body and mind's doing at the same time is trying to fight that fight the disease that you're putting in, and that's including what you see. 
I think as well, um, so, thinking about it as well, some things that like helped me, right, um, with dealing with like the dealing with like the, the attachment, and I'm still I'm still like obviously dealing with them now, reminding that. But one thing for me, right, which helped me on my journey was like um, started understanding like what what real value is in my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like not just like like I said before, not just getting one in this like buying this like buying these new clothes and yeah. buying this new car because you I was at one stage like that I was young and naive and I was coming from that perspective where I thought that was happiness but it's not and I like I stopped worrying worried about like things that like don't matter things that I can't control mm-hmm. like I always used to think of like think of like of like oh what if me uh, what if me uh, girlfriend like doesn't uh, find us attractive anymore doesn't want to go out doesn't find another man so that's attachment you know what I mean that's you attachment attach exactly. yeah you attach yourself the idea that you re- require her for your happiness which you don't like your happiness will revolve around you now honestly I really think a big thing that's helped in my journey as well is is, um, is like finding a purpose bigger than anything else and mm. I honestly think if you all, if everyone finds a purpose that's bigger than bigger than themselves that's when it does unlock the mind and it unlocks something that like it pushes you to that next level and I know it did, did for us this is what makes me wonder though Dan it's like why would anyone want to do that right when they've already got the couch they've already got the TV they've already got the nice comfy bed they don't need to get off for work every Saturday or Sunday yeah like why would they want to do that people, well people don't do that people no. don't want to do they that they don't and that's the, you know where the problem begins though it's education it's because they haven't been educated in the fact that they're educating the fact that they come first, like, and they're also divided as well. They're divided from their fellow man, their fellow human being. But like the thing is, well, when they do choose that path, like Carlos Castaneda said, a warrior only chooses once, and then when he does choose, everything changes. Your whole fundamental approach to life changes. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it, because once you do start going down that rabbit hole, they ain't going no going back. No, there's not. Is which there? we know. Um, I tell you a thing as well, though, like which a good thing as well that helped my mindset. I mean, this sound this sound might sound more simpler, but even just something so simple like a morning routine, because that a morning routine for your mind can be like a great way in the morning to start tuning your mind. Yeah, I know. Like I, I've done it as well. Like, like I, for a while, um, I started waking up just seeing how grateful I was and thanking the day for the morning. And now I get up and I start doing power power poses in the morning in yeah. the mirror, just seeing how thankful I am and how great I'm here and but how stronger I am today than I was yesterday and it's amazing that power pose it's really incredible I think it's amazing the morning routine and like how powerful it is like you can just easily just like set 5-10 minutes away in the morning mm. and like that's what I'm saying like you need to set that time aside in the morning because that is your time for like this personal development I mean whatever you're doing like if it's med- medication eh, medication <laughs> meditation med- medication I hope you're not doing medication whether it's meditation like um even just like observing nature like we are now like whatever it is it, that's 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 like our time that we have that no one else can take away from us yeah. to chew in our mind ready for the day to start to get start our day life, like to help us be empowered for the rest of the day and start the day on like a positive tone for the rest of the day exactly and I think that's definitely what we're missing as well when we're, we're missing this whole start of the day like people are like um, stopping in bed next to 10 minutes like, well, what's that really going to do? You know what I mean? Well, you can get up. You can move your body. You can align yourself to the day. Start yourself off in the best possible way possible. I'll tell you something as well, which um, which has been a big part of my journey, is, is um, 
is like understanding the power of like of like um, positive thoughts and how like positive thoughts can like really like either make your day good or make your day bad mm. and make your life bad as well positive thoughts I think I think a lot of people might be actually thinking here like well if you've had a tough day at work how can you still think positive and stuff like that well you can see it as however you want to see it see it but you've got to be using it like you can use it uh, you know what I've had a bad day but guess what the day's not over with yet now I can change it that's a positive thought and that can create a change a ripple effect that'll live you on for the rest of the day so that's why I try to wake up and do the power poses I tell myself how great I am for the day I try and do a lot of stretching in the morning just shaking I've tried shaking in the morning now yeah. and now I feel a lot more alive I feel alert I feel in touch with the day I even just touch my feet on the floor I feel it yeah. I feel like wow I'm alive now Like that's what I'm saying there's so many positive steps that can help your positive mindset mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing but as well I think the scary thing as well which I'm thinking about is that the mind is an incredible beast right and the, the, like the, the brain can easily just like can be easy become like attached to like um like feelings of like negative feelings as well and they can start becoming addicted to negative feelings and I think that's a scary thing yeah it's that but you would like this again comes to attachment you attach yourself to these neg- negative yeah. feelings and these negative emotions see people do attach themselves right because it people it activates like endorphins so like as well with the positive feelings the body can't decipher between the two. I don't know. I don't know. Like negative feelings attached um, endorphins. Like. Yeah, I. That's something. The body can't. De- the body can't decipher. I thought endorphins would just like release through like exercise and just... really, no. Yeah, endorphins from negative feelings as well. That's wow. scary, isn't it? So people get like a buzz from being in this negative state. Yeah, well, that's why because it provides like the chemicals provides like temporary high, doesn't it, for the body? Mm. That's so fascinating though because when you think about it, if, like if someone is like. I mean, it's the same for us. That's why, because do you know when, if like, if you ha- you are having a bad day and you like, and you just snap at someone like, at, like with aggression, like your body's like getting this rush in your body. Yeah. So then you, so your body, like you, you, because we've got two minds. Your second mind's like saying, "Oh, let's start getting angry at people." When people yeah. cut you on the road, you well, want to start being aggressive to people because you get a high in your body as yeah. well. Well, your testosterone will go up. Your cholesterol, um, cholesterol, your cortisol will go up, and all these different emotions will give your body some sort of a high and some sort of like a release of like maybe you are getting stressed in the day and it's just this little tipping point that's going to push you over the edge I mean even think about this so like even when uh, even like when people are around you I mean we're around to people all the time obviously but like you do see it in certain people where you can if you start thinking about that from the perspective where you can see them getting this like negative high from it like when when people start like snapping at you for stupid things and like um like it's a it's a spiral. You see them like they'll they'll shout you at one thing, and then two minutes later they'll try and shout you for another thing. Yeah. Like it's that's like parents as well. You know, parents tell tell the tell the child off. Like the child's not really doing anything really bad, but yeah. then the parent will just for the sake of it will just be like, "What are you doing? Don't climb on there. Don't do this. Don't dirty the walls." That's why you've really got to like surround yourself with the people <coughs> who are who've got a positive mindset and a positive aura. Too true. But that is why that's why that's why the environment is so important. Hmm. In. And it's so important to like understand that so many things do affect our environment even small things like what you watch in half an hour on the TV can really like change like no, your life that, that's one of the that's one of the biggest things though is like we need to start like being selective to what we consume because 
the news, the like social media, or people as well. Like it, it's this. It can be this. Like just this. It, a lot of it can just be this. Like bad frequency that's not really helping you on your journey. It's yeah. hindering you. Yeah, no, it's like, but they don't just do that though. They ta- like it's not just like the news, social media, but it's it's like your thoughts as well. You've yeah. got to like you be selective in which thoughts like you follow. Like a lot, a lot of your thoughts which are negative, just let them flow on. Just accept them, be there, but let them flow through life. Right, but ima- imagine though, right? Imagine like constantly, like twenty four seven. Like your your feed is is people that. Because I mean, a lot of people's feeds are their close, are their close friends. I mean, they might have other people on the Facebook as well, but the majority of the time, mm-hmm. this a lot of people are like you're clicking through your feed on Facebook and you're looking at what your friends are doing because you want to know what your friends are doing. Uh-huh. But if you think about right, you, so you listen, so you listen to this, the, the, you listen to the same people on Facebook all the time. You're watching the same news channels. You listen to the same radio channels all the time, right? You're getting exposed to like other people's like ideologies, and you're getting exposed to other people's ideas. And they're playing the same thing over and over again. Like, what's that doing to your mind? It's doing, it's doing damage. You know what I mean? Because it's putting your mind into these little stresses, and these stresses are going to continuously try to break you down. That's why I, I really think a big thing, like to combat that as well. And I know that we did in our journey is to start like allowing like different people's like perspectives and ideas to come into your frequency and to come into your environment. And then by doing that, that's how you expand your mind. It's like something like Conor McGregor says. Like, I love Conor McGregor. But Conor McGregor says he, he takes inspiration from everyone and everything. Like, he's inspired by current champions, former champions, true competitors and people dedicated to the dream. Hard workers, dreamers and achievers. And he says, when you surround yourself with such inspiration, you become dedicated to achieving success within your own life. And that just shows to me, like, Conor's determination... Is like a conclusion of like the inspiration he receives day in and day out. Yeah, it is. It's, it's funny because you know how you mentioned the uh, you obviously Conor McGregor the UFC there, right? So um, this morning when I was watching the UFC, right, it, um, there was an advert, right, and it uh, said at the end of the UFC, and it said, "Brought to you by Harley Davidson. Buy this Harley and ride like your UFC champions." And it, and I was just like laughing my head off, right. But then I had a, a quick second in my mind, and I thought. A Harley would be a good idea right now. No, no, <laughs> that would be funny. But I thought, um, I thought, shh, I thought, I thought shit at the time, and I thought, I started laughing at it, and I thought, ha ha, this can't affect my mind. Ha ha ha, look at this, look at this. But the thing is, right? I thought about this, right? And I did a little bit of research on it, right? And I you know I said before, we have two minds, right? So the thing is, right? I was thinking it's okay to just laugh at that and just allow that into my mind. But the thing is, right? The subconscious mind can't decipher if it's good and if it's bad. Exactly. And that is a scary fact. So if you weren't paying attention, your subconscious mind would have taken over. Even if you are paying attention, the subconscious mind can't decipher from the two. So it doesn't matter if you are paying attention. So if you're aware, it's like I was saying, mm-hmm. I laughed at that advert. So I wasn't, I was thinking in my head, oh, this doesn't bother me. It's yeah, like, but you were consciously But aware. your subconscious mind... Does it know the difference between what's good and what's bad? Mm-hmm. You can't control that. But your conscious mind does. Conscious so you've seen that advert and you realise Yeah, it's your bad. conscious mind can't, but your subconscious mind can't. And the subconscious mind is the biggest part of the brain. So then what does that lead to in your mind? So you might be thinking that you're deciphering it and thinking, oh, that won't affect me. But subconsciously it is. Exactly. And that's why it's so, that's why it's so scary what we do, letting our area to consume it, consuming our lives. And the thing is, why it's so scary about the subconscious mind is that it's like, 
if you think about it, that is what like largely what determines our path in life, and it what and it what like uh, it's what shapes us as well. Yeah, you're exactly right, Dan. And like I said before, like I said before, the subconscious mind. It kind of like it kind of like um, discriminate or kind of like, it kind of like discriminate the difference between like um, desirable and undesirable like um, behaviors. That's a scary thing. Yeah. So it's so it's, you're unconsciously like sorry, not like you were consciously going to the fridge, but then you were not really paying attention to what you were uh, decision uh, picking out. So if you were not trained. Uh, in your mind you would automatically pick something that would focus on taste rather than value yeah well, or thing, something that looks nice the, and pretty the, the, like, way, the way I say it right is this an example I can think of right so just imagine that like you're driving the car along the road right mm-hmm. and you've got the radio on in the background right like while you're focusing on driving right yeah but your subconscious mind is still actually like absorbing like the environment like the radio yeah so you'll always be picking up the news still you'll always still be Listen to that music. That's why people might have not have heard the song, but they'll still know like some of the lyrics. And I, and I honestly, I honestly really feel that's probably why, like, that's probably why the media and the news have underst- like have understood that for so long, and that's why they use it to manipulate people. Yeah, definitely. Through that form of media, that's such a powerful tool. How the media can affect the mind. That's what I think, though. With, with, even with, if you do, if we do start like to understand the subconscious mind. And if you start to understand that it's actually being shaped by like our um, external like external environment, I mean that's when you start to realise it can be so dangerous. I mean, because I honestly really feel that like this has been a big part for me as well. Is like when we start like studying our like external environment, that's when you start noticing all these more things like this. And like I'll use an example as well as like see if see if um, see if you, see if you someone else is like. Is playing a song that you don't like, and you know that's like it's the song's all about like trash talk and it's all about rubbish, it's all about drugs and sex. Yeah, like I start listening to that song and I'm like, and I can feel it in my soul, like killing us. And it's the same of like if, if you if someone's got the TV on it and it's a program that you know it's at, it's talking about absolute bollocks, and people idolize these people, and it you feel it, you feel something within the deep of your mind, it's like giving you a headache, that's what I feel. You know what, right, it's like when you watch these programmes, like these um, TV soaps and stuff like that, if you actually do watch them, like literally consciously watch them, what you notice is, they never talk about issues, all they talk about is each other, it's gossip, it's complete gossip, right? And a amazing quote by Eleanor Roosevelt, she said, um, which was, Small minds talk about people. Average minds talk about events. Average and sorry, great minds talk about ideas, and the greatest minds implement them. Yeah. So this is what like watching these shows. They're all focused on small minds. Small minds, because all they're doing is gossip. Not talking. Small minds talk about people. They're small-minded stuff. Small-minded material. That's what it is. And I think that's why it's so important. Because I think once we do start understand that. And understand like the importance of like taking the action to control our environment because that's what that's ultimately that's what we need to do. I mean, even, people might be listening to this now and they might be thinking because there is, there's so much the uh, debate going on about the subconscious mind and what it's actually doing. Like people don't really understand, but and it, it is it's like even the mind in general. Not even talking about the subconscious mind, but the mind in general is like it's a mystery alone if you really think about it. But 
I, like, I can only go off my journey and what I feel. So when I'm when I'm watching these when when these when this crap programs on in the background of this this uh, in the, uh, the radios on the background and I can feel it in my subconscious mind hurting us. That's all you can go off. I mean, if you think about it, what you're gonna do? You're gonna wait for all these like scientific uh, scientific people like to to like come up near and say like, oh, the subconscious mind so hot now. You're gonna wait for them to validate because you've been waiting a long time. Oh yeah. You need to start taking action direct. You need to start making the right choices. But you need to start consciously making the right choices. You need to consciously choose what you put in your body. And then your subconscious is going to respond to it. You're going to start automatically making the right decisions. I'll tell you something as well, which I think is a, a big part a big part of my journey I want to like bring up with you as well. Is, um, is like mindfulness and... Um, like finding a finding peace in like a frantic world because yeah. that is a hard that is a hard one like that is like I do struggle with it's so hard to like find that peace peace and calmness in your state of being isn't it it certainly is like but that's why you always have to do your tools like you do your morning routine you get into your st- stuff like your meditation you start you need to understand the power of mindfulness you need to find the peace within your mind otherwise you're going to get trapped in this whirlwind of sorry whirlpool of just destruction and it's, everything's going to get on top of you and you're going to be broken it's going to slowly but surely break you down you're right and I think they are, these, these, the thing is about these tools these all these tools are there and they're free for us to use whenever we want and that is the beauty of it yeah. like if you want to just go and do meditation for a few minutes and reset if you want to like just even just relax focus on your breath these all tools, free. yeah, they're all free and they're accessible for every, anyone to do as well. But I tell you one, I tell you one that's been a big part of my life, in, like in, in the process of resetting and like trying to like find peace and like in a trying to find peace within your own mind as well and get away from the crap that's going on. Mm-hmm. But um, nature that allows me that's a big that's been a big one for my journey because with, when I go into nature. Or even now, just yeah, yeah, right now, yeah, right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, ocean. well, yeah, the ocean, nature. But for some reason, when I think of nature, you think of forest. I think of forest ruins. because that's where I normally go is the forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the um, with the like when I when I do go like obviously my favorite choice is going to the like is going in the like into the forest and things like that because I don't know when I I said this to you before last time but when I get in the forest I like as soon as I get there I just feel a sense of like I'm home. Uh, I get it more than the oh. ocean to be honest with you I really do I get the sense of like I'm home when I'm in the forest it's a weird feeling but for me what I think I want to like about it as well though is and obviously when we're here today as well it just it allows you to like reflect and analyse your thoughts without like without like all that um, interruption from all the bullshit that's going on yeah I don't know it's definitely nature does intend to do that like and that's what's fascinating about nature is like as soon as you're in there you start to just Appreciate this reset because there's not all these distractions. There's not there's not a laptop. There's not a phone out there. There's not a billboard with a an advertising on it. Yeah. It's just nature. I'll tell you what I like as well when when you, when you do get into nature, like 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 with the ocean as well. Like you can you can like start relaxing and everything else. Like because like when you when you are like rushing around in busy towns and busy cities, mm-hmm. everything's just running at like a million miles an hour. Everything's just going so fast. When you get in nature, you start. You, you actually feel like your your body like starting to like calm down. You just feel it, and you start to relax, and you can start thinking about all these different stuff, yeah. analyzing your thoughts and analyzing your life. Like, what is my purpose? Where am I going? And that is the beauty. What I think what nature provides 
And that's why I love going into it, folks. It gives you that sense of like peacefulness and calmness in your mind. Yeah. And that's what is beautiful about nature, is because it's, you hit the nail right in the head. It does give that calm inside. But why? Why are people like still afraid to embrace it? Is you know what I think it is? I think it's called FOMO, the fear of missing out. Yeah. The fear if like if they go outside, they're gonna miss like the phone. They're yeah. going to miss a signal, a signal on the phone, they're going to yeah. miss it. They're going to miss the news, they're going to they're going to miss a, a comfort in quotations. And do you know what it is? I think that is a sad, that is a very, it's a very sad thing in people's minds because I think you've got to, I think you've got to get past that stage of where like, I mean, you, if you, if you're constantly worried about like, if you're constantly worried about, oh, I can't go into nature because uh, I'm uh, worried about if my work rings us. Yeah. Like that's a sad day because like, does, does your work hold you accountable? Do you know what, do you know what that is? That's attachment. You've attached yourself to your work, and you can't you can't let that attachment be a part of you. That is an external attachment, and that's what the, I'm going to try and take away from this whole podcast: is the external attachment which you've got to attach, detach from. Yeah, you've got to detach from it. I tell you what, what, I, what I'm going to start. I've done this. I've done this a few times, to be honest. But like you know, that obviously I like going off for hikes. I'll go obviously go for a hike by myself, mate. I don't mm. mind if I don't mind if I'm by myself. I, honestly, I love when I go for a hike by myself. And I find nothing better when I'm just sitting by myself and analysing my thoughts. There's so many times. There's so many times. I, I'll tell you what I've been doing lately is, I'll um, I'll take me like journal and I'll go and sit in the woods and I'll put me back against a tree, and I'll just like sit and I'll do a little bit of meditation and I'll breathe, and I'll just embrace and just listen to the sounds of all the nature and I love it. But I will tell you what, what I want to do is, and I, I heard I heard someone else talking about this uh, a couple few days ago. But um, I want to actually go into nature like by myself. I can do like an overnight sleep by myself. Or right. even do a few days in nature by myself. Imagine that. Like what can that do to your mind? Like how many times do you actually get to experience that? Going off into nature by yourself and just being you you know in your mind that you're gonna be alone. Like for two days by yourself. Like no other contact with other people. I mean what could that do to your mind? You know what I mean? You can start understanding things about yourself. Might that you don't already know. Yeah, it'll help you find yourself if you if you haven't already found yourself, but even the people who have found themselves going to be put in a situation which is going to be unknown so that unknown is still going to teach you things I think it's just even putting yourself in an unknown situation is going to help you find yourself I'll tell you, I'll tell you a thing as well another tool on my journey which I think is a powerful one that I've done on my journey and um, it's the power of like visualisation yeah. and to be honest with you I've only started to really understand that over the last few years as well really? really I really understood it I, mean, I remember it, can you remember when we did the, like the 50 like tools and tips podcast yeah on that podcast when you the way you explained uh, visualization before that I wasn't like I wasn't like putting my mind in, in thinking that I already had the thing that I wanted I was saying I want this I want this but I wasn't saying that I already have it and then when you said them two little words like like imagine in your head that you've already got the thing you want that I was like whoa I was like I'm not doing that exactly and that is a complete makeup shift, isn't and it? And as well as well, I wasn't the thing I was doing with visualization. I wasn't like actually like really like I was. I wasn't really asking myself what do I really want. I was just like looking at the bigger old picture and saying, "Oh, I want this. I want that." Yeah. But I wasn't really going like right into the fine details and thinking like, "Okay, so what's the first step to get to there?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do I need to do? But the, honestly, though, but even the power of visualization is so powerful. I mean, I think I think you'd be surprised how often you actually understand. How often you do visualization? Because right, if you're going to work right, and yeah. you're actually thinking, "Oh God, I'm going to work, man. I hate Monday mornings. 
what's going to happen is you're going to actually already living that out in your mind. Yeah, you're already living a bad Monday morning in your mind, and that is going to be so powerful because what happens? You're going to have a shit day Monday morning. And even, if, even when we even when we do a, when we do a podcast, I actually like I visualize myself like going through talking to the guest in my mind to get yeah. myself prepared, and I feel like I'm already I've already lived the moment, so that when I go on the podcast, I'm more prepared. That's the best way. Do you find yourself really? doing? Yeah, that? yeah. yeah. I, f- I also find myself going into a, like um, a state of relaxing as well, a state of peace. So hopefully, like when the um, the guest responds, I can respond calmly in a in a manner which is like inappropriate. For the answer he's given or she's given I think it is it is so powerful though when you think about visualisation how we can we can like we can like create like a certain outcome by visualisation or even like projecting out or sending positive thoughts even as well like even just by creating that like future like we said before like going through certain things in your mind throughout the day like in creating that future outcome and how we can like like we can like put, like create better situations that's going to happen through the day I, honestly I really think I really do believe that and I really feel like how it's so powerful how that also correlates to how we can even like um, create a future reality within our mind as well yeah but as well as well, which, which is which is really interesting about visualisation which I've been doing a lot of research on as well is how through visualisation as well alter like alter our inner states as well from our body as well as our like external reality that is a big one as well wow and even, even if you think about just solely through the action of our mind right which ties into the placebo effect but how we can actually like through visualization and uh, believing in your mind, and actually like heal your body without any external influences. That's fascinating, that. Like. And that goes on with what William Hoff is talking about on our podcast as but well. It's also it can be the other way as well. Like people actually see themselves as like um, getting worse, so they'll actually be putting the body under, making the body feel worse. Like even though the mind's absolutely fine, the body's absolutely fine. Like. Like this situation called like a hypochondriac yeah, yeah. where they actually see things getting worse instead of getting better yeah that is a scary spiral cause because if your mind believes it that's one of the most powerful things you can do if you believe you're sick like you see people all the time seeing like when they, oh, when they go God. to doctors and the doctor gives you a diagnosis and he says oh you, you, you've got this you've got that you you become the symptom, symptom because you form the belief in your mind yeah that's what people do when they're looking online as well oh I've got this I've got this I've got this and so they're actually diagnosing themselves through like WebMD and stuff like that, they already know like the ill. Have you have you seen that um, that uh, the, the the guided meditation called um, like f- it's called fuck that honest meditation? Have you seen that? No, no I haven't seen that. Oh, you've got to check that out. I'll put that. I'll have to put that in the show notes as well so people can see. But um, honestly, man, it's, it's got to be like the best uh, the best guided meditation I've ever heard in my life. It's so funny. Really? I can't believe you haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't actually. It's so funny, man. It's it's one of the uh, the lines in it, right? It says, uh, "What does it say again?" It? Oh, it says, "It says like something like gradually, um, gradually let like the whole shit and external uh, world fade away, fade away your awareness." It's wow. honestly it's so funny, funny man. And it says things like, um, "It says just acknowledge." Um, how does it say again? Oh, just acknowledge, just acknowledge all that fucking bullshit and let it go away. Something like that. <laughs> but it's it's so funny though. Like it's just the, and the, you know what the funny thing is about that guy of meditation. I put that on thinking I was going to have a laugh and I actually found it quite relaxing <laughs> it's, it's, honestly it's really interesting it's so funny I'll have to put that in the show notes though but honestly though man honestly like I know we were talking about the placebo effect before and like what he, what, what the mind is like capable of right but even think about the, the, the wonders of the mind right 
Like, we honestly, we don't. We, we really, if you think about it, we, we don't know, like, we don't know shit about what the mind's actually capable of. No, we really don't, do we? Even if you think about it, right? Think about this, right? So, we're the ocean now, right? In the beach. And so many people speak about how the ocean is, like, only 20% discovered, right? So, even if you just, like, turn that statement on its, on its side, right? And think about that in, in an image to us, an image to our mind. And if we ask the question to ourselves, like, what is it deep down in our mind that's like undiscovered and waiting to be discovered? So much potential. Exactly. The mind is vast. The vast beyond anything we can actually even perceive. Like your thoughts can be endless. Endless. Not They're not controlled. It's not like a computer. It's not like controlled in a whole way that you know the whole... You know it's an entire memory system. Yeah. You can't do that with the brain. The, the brain is far beyond so complex, anything. Man. Have you have you seen the picture of the um, of the brain? The picture of the brain in the internet. No, no. You're not seeing it. Weird. You can't decipher them. So there's a picture on on uh, if you type in Google, picture of the brain alongside the picture of uh, the internet. It brings up like all these like neurons, and you can't decipher the two. Wow. You, if you put them, if you said to someone which one's the brain and which one's the internet, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And I'll that just, that. I'll tell you what that says to me, it just says to me, you have like, to put that in the show notes. yeah, definitely. First of all, it says to me, it just says, shit, what the hell is the brain? If you think about what the internet's capable of, what is the brain capable of? The brain's capable of so much more, I think, like. Even if you think about it though, right? The brain contains, like, something like. Over 80 like million brain cells. 80 million brain cells, man. Million or billion? 80 billion, sorry. 80 billion. Even if it was 80 million, that's still amazing. But 80 billion? What? Man, absolutely fascinating. I found a bit of research, right? It was talking about how the air. Um, it's quite funny as well, actually, seeing this with the sound as well. But it was talking about how um, it's talking about how like a piece of brain tissue, right, the size of a um, of a grain of sand, contains something like. 100,000 neurons in 1 billion like um, synapses I think that's what's called it. I yeah. can't pronounce that word but I um, can't really say it but, um, but all, all them are communicating with each other fucking hell like it, it's insane man just shows you the volume of energy that's what I think it is I tell you what what people don't really think about right if you think about like um, how fast the brain can like actually decipher information and how, how fast it can like send signals with all all over our body. Like just the fact of like even you now just saying like show our hands now, move your hands, move your feet, run, jog, whatever you want to do, even just a thought, to transfer that thought to, to speak. Just think of how many What like, how how many how what does that take for it to do that? We 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 once like us as a human race on this planet, we really like we just don't think about things like that. Man. We do take them for granted though. It's because you, you see them every day. Like the power of the breath, like just taking that in, you honestly you forget about the power of it. You forget that the breath is just keeping you alive right now. You're subconsciously doing it, and and even even just the even just the breath as well. Like what is it? What is it even taking for the mind to to make you breathe and then send that oxygen all around your body? Like the reaction in the brain is so fascinating, man. And you know what I you know what I always think about all the time. I know I've said this to you before, right? But like. Everyone talks about like how technology is like so powerful and things like that. But the thing is, right? Technology wishes it was as powerful as our like body and mind. Oh no! It wishes it. it honestly, it's never going to be there. And I, I thought about this before as well. Like, you know, if you look back, like at all the ancient people and things like that, 
everyone, even if you think about it, everyone always like um, validates like intelligence by like by technology, by like things that we can see, like by the laptop. Like we've got a laptop recording this in front of us now on the beach recording this podcast, right? But the thing is, right? People always assume that that's the best technology, but the thing is, people don't understand that our bodies are sending text messages all over our body right now as we speak. And like I said before, technology wishes it was powerful. It's the brain and mind. Technology is not to the point where it can actually create a conscious thought out of nothing. And needs to, something needs to happen to create like um, a process in a computer, whereas right now we can go straight in with different thought. Like if I imagined you to put it like a... Um, a red elephant. You might not think of a red elephant. Exactly. There's a. It's it's insane. I mean, that's and that's what we don't we don't understand. Like that we do take like we do take take advantage of that fact that like what is actually what is the brain? Because it's just it's just a part of us now. You just yeah, it just yeah. you don't think about that. You don't think about them questions about about the mind's capabilities. No, no. I tell you what, something I thought about as well, right? Even if you just look at um, you know, like all the ancient people and all these ancient civilizations, right? Mm-hmm. So people used to look back at all these ancient civilizations, and this, this someone else might get a different different uh, aspect from them. But this is what I, this is one of the big things that I thought about a couple of weeks ago, right? But everyone looks at the ancient people, and they think that all these people aren't advanced because they're not like quote unquote like technologically advanced, right? Yeah. But who says right that like being technologically advanced, right, is all about like building a spaceship to get to the moon? Like who says that's like real technology? Right, because if you think about it, right, so I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going with this point in my mind, right? So my thinking is, right, why would we need, right, to build a, um, a spaceship, right, to, like, to travel anywhere in the universe, right, if our minds are already able to do that? And we yeah. already have the technology, right, under our hoods, instead of the hoods of a UFO or a, or a, or a uh, spaceship. The hoods in our mind. You know what I mean? Why would you need that? Why would why would you honestly need though, like to build a spaceship if we can travel anywhere in the universe just with this our mind? Why though? Why do we never ask ourselves that? I don't know. It makes it makes you do wonder, like because all the ancient philosophers and all these um, ancient uh, tribes all over the world spoke about how how the mind was the biggest, most intelligent, biggest thing on this planet. That's fascinating, really, isn't it? It's it's really interesting, man. But I think we I think deep down though, we do need to go there find out it makes you also wonder Dan like if we can actually see the entire universe through our own mind right what can we not see well I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing that which actually ties into my thinking of late as well as and we've touched on it before as well but how um, how we're going to even heal ourselves through our mind as well and I think I think a lot of the ancient people are actually aware of that as well like how we can actually heal our body without like the need of any external um any external influences? Aye. Uh, like, sorry. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, like, um, I actually remember just a story there, like, an incredible story, with, like, which I heard was about Bruce Lee. Like, um, when he was doing one of his exercises, he placed, like, a 45-kilo barbell on his shoulder, and when he was bending over parallel, he ended up in crippling pain, and he was told it by the... He went uh, admitted to the hospital, and they said, like, he damaged the nerves in his spine... And the doctor said to him, you'll never practice Kung Fu again. And the most he could ever hope for would be live a normal life. Yeah. Like, like what something I, I thought about was, imagine how different his life would be if he took that advice. But, like, the doctors maybe 
in a, a, a mass uh, sorry not a master um, someone who's high up in medicine and treating people but they're not into the human brain and human yeah, yeah. or what's capable well, of even, even if you just think about like on that lower scale though imagine when he was imagine when he was when imagine when he Bruce Lee was taught that right mm. like what actually went through his mind like he oh, would yeah. have to change the whole process of his mind to combat what the doctor said because the doctor would have created instantaneously would have said oh you're never going to get better the doctor would have created a belief within his mind and he would have to actually change, turn that upside down see that's what that's what Bruce Lee actually said like he said the doctors may be an expert in medicine but they're not an expert in the human mind and uh, the desire of what dwells deep like Bruce Lee was dedicated and like after that he promised himself he promised himself to prove them wrong yeah. Like, and so he started pushing his own philosophy, and he started teaching himself to walk. Like, he used his own self-belief to motivate himself to get stronger, like every day. And and you know what? Like, he soon walked out of that hospital six months later, and ended up becoming more faster and stronger than anything bef- than he was before. Yeah, honestly, that's so fascinating because, the, honestly, man, like the the the, perce- the, the, the reaction, reaction, the placebo effect of the mind. Like how the uh, the mind can like heal its body. It's it's honestly it's so fascinating. I mean, I mean obviously the definition of like the definition of um, just for some, anyone who doesn't know, like the definition of a placebo is obviously like a fake uh, substance that has like no effect on our body. And obviously like placebos like such as like um, like sugar pills and things like that, like used as like a control versus like um, the effects of like um, say like daily medical treatments. That's mm-hmm. what they, that's how they test the placebo. But. In so many cases, like I've said about Bruce Lee as well, which obviously he he understood this as well. But in many cases, right, the placebo effect, right, in which um, like the, the, the patient actually like believes, starts believing that getting like a real drug. In many cases, right, they actually feel better, like despite like not even receiving like no active treatment at all, because it's all in the mind. The mind is actually so much more powerful than anyone thinks. So if that is the case, so what 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 must be going on there? And I'll tell you what it says to me. If that process is going on in the mind, that says to me that that our mind can like activate like in a pharmaceuticals. Our mind is the greatest pharmaceutical, of course. Honestly, honestly though, like research on research on the on the placebo effect, it's like it's revealing some honestly some amazing discoveries about the power of belief. It's honestly, it's it, it's starting. There's more light getting shone sh- on it now. Yeah. But it, honestly, there's so many stuff that we don't understand about it. I mean, even just on a, a lesser scale, there was a, there was one study, right, where it took two groups of maids who were cleaners, right, and basically what happened was they told one group of their cleaners, one group of maids, that the cleaning that they were doing, like the household chores, what they're doing, would make them lose weight. And the other group didn't get told anything. They just carried on doing their daily activities. Yeah. But the group of maids that got told that it was going to affect the weight gain, a uh, weight loss, sorry, actually, at the end of the study, actually lost weight just because they believed in the mind what they were, the activities that they were doing was making them lose weight. So if that is capable on that scale, on the bigger scale, what's capable? But there's even been studies on, to go even deeper, there's been studies on cancer. And people, people being told that like this pill will cure cancer, so then they believe in the mind that this pill is going to help cure cancer, and it's just a sugar pill, it's just a placebo, and they end up changing the whole life around, and the cancer goes away. There's so many, there's so much, there's so many research on the placebo effect. If you look into it, it's so fascinating. 
placebo effect does give you the biggest insight in what it actually is that can heal the mind, like, doesn't it? But it still doesn't tell you how the body does that, how the mind does that. It just, it just makes, it just properly puts your mind into this position of healing instead of being the victim. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it says to me though. It says to me that it proves to me that the mind is capable of like, of these great fe- feats that we don't understand, like healing the body. Exactly. And it says to me as well that the body is this like such the body and the mind, especially the mind, is just this intelligent organism that we don't we don't fully understand, and we've got so much to learn about it. We have got so much to learn. But thing is, though, maybe it's better to not learn about it and just witness it and just see all the beauty and seeing and hearing about all this incredible thing. Yeah, that's definitely. Happening. But I still think there's like there's still an aspect where we still need to like really do analyze it. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Even if even if you think about it, like if you think about this, like humans have, um, even if you think, look back and um, look back through history, humans have, uh, humans have been like healing themselves like for a long time, like long time before like the invention of like modern medicines. So what were they doing in the past? Exactly. You know what I mean? People, even if you think about the the shamans, like indigenous sh- shamans, they were using techniques like this. Like um, and healing for thousands of years, and that's obviously like often like in conjunction with like the the placebo effect. But the but one of the things as well, which is a big thing, is which comes back to the placebo effect as well. What they were doing is they give like what they, I could see they were doing in the past is they give the patients hope, like just through the expectation of the mind. And that's a powerful thing. And maybe hope is just what people need. And, that's and, it. And I think as well that with that hope as well, that changes like the whole like psychological effect in the body and mind and that's what heals it that's what heals it it's so fascinating there's so much more to go into that mm. but it's absolutely mind-blowing what the body is actually capable of I'll tell you something else that I thought of the other day right which a bit of research that I found I can't remember who said it right so he was talking about that you know like when you experience something so we're like we're at the ocean now right yeah yeah we're at the beach so just imagine if you weren't here with me today right and I communicated like the same story of what I did to deal with you, right? And I taught you like I taught you the version of like how I walked to the ocean. I could see like the the crops walking alongside of us. Yeah. The wind was blowing. The cows. I could see the cows. The horses. The horses. Whatever. I could see the waves crashing in. The sun shining. If I like, if I taught you that story, right? This researcher was talking about how when you tell that story to someone else, that actually like fires like neurons in our brains. And it's actually the it's exact same um, neurons that were fired when I was experiencing the vision myself. Wow. And at first, I thought in my head, how can that be real? Because surely, like, the universe has got to give us, like, you've got to be there to experience the real thing. Yeah. But when I heard that story, I was like, wow, I was like, but that's insane. Well, that's kind of an affirmation of when, like, what we were talking about earlier when we said, like, you've got to already think that you've got it before you've actually can receive it. So you, if you actually think and, like, Oh, I know I'm going to use something like no I'm just going to say like if, you, if you look at like a healthy body right and yeah. you want a healthy body you've got to keep visualising yourself as a healthy body that's what we're talking about now in the yeah. same whole breath and then neurons is going to spark a connection in the mind where it's going to focus on building a healthy body just like it would focus on all them horses the cows the walks to the beach the crops and the ocean that is the power of the mind we don't understand it we don't fully understand it it's a beauty thing but how, what, like, what, like, how, how can, um, how do you think we can, like, what all that we're being taught about, right? 
how do you think that we can like start to gain like this complete freedom within our mind I think to gain the complete freedom in the mind is the ultimate understanding that that you need to go beyond the mind and you need to start focusing on just the moment the moment itself like forget about the past forget about the future and just embrace this moment that you're in and be grateful for the like the life that you've got it's absolutely incredible and to feel this emotion inside will give your mind the complete freedom it wants and yeah. needs I tell you I think a big thing as well which we can do as well is to start like start embracing life more and I honestly start understanding that there's, this is what I did for my journey as well is start to understand my mind that there's a there's a bigger purpose and I honestly feel like every day that we, we are working on our mindset right we can start like growing beyond the person that we want to become and, and start growing into a person that will start transforming other people's lives and your family members mm-hmm. and start thinking that in your mind and it's and like we understand it's not about like with the mindset it's not about like it's not about just rushing to the end of the journey because we know like the journey that we're on now we know that there's no end point there's no end point in life that's the beauty of life yeah like there's no final destination I, honestly like there's only the now and the continuous like journey and I think you've got to keep flowing with that I really do yeah just embrace that man but I think that we'll wrap this up now but I think um because I think that, that that ocean sounds like it's getting quite angry. Yeah, <laughs> the sky's not as blue as, a, as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think that to end this, all, I, just to leave a final note to listeners as well, I'd just like to say I think that I really feel right that we all have this like capacity to change anything in our lives. Now I really we, we we know we do, but I think honestly it's just like I said we're being taught about the mind, and it just takes that little shift in the mind. Yeah, and I think I think sometimes people think like. And I was the same. People think, sometimes just think I'm okay settling, right? But I think we've really just got to like open up our consciousness and just think about it. Like, if we do put that little bit more in ourselves, put that little bit more in our mind, we can like create that ripple effect for generations. But like to end this podcast as well, I just want to say as a final message to someone, right? To shift their mindset and push them forward as a human being on this planet. I just want to say, like, are you making like a decision on behalf of a belief? Or on behalf of the truth and that is amazing amazing that's powerful that's multi-dimensional leave the yeah. listener on the mind but I'd just like to say peace and love yeah have a great day everyone your life is your life don't let it be clubbed into dank submission be on the watch there are ways out There is a light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness. Be on the watch. The gods will offer you chances. Know them. Take them. He can't beat death, but he can beat death in life, sometimes. And the more often you learn to do it, the more light there will be. Your life is your life. Know it while you have it. You are marvelous. The gods wait to delight in you. If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't.
don't even start. If you are going to try, go all the way. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, jobs, and maybe your mind. Go all the way. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision, mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it, and you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods. And the nights will flame with fire. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All the way. All the way. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only.